What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 205. Quite late today because I was busy with something else. But anyway, better late than never. Uh today we're going to talk about the negative day that the markets saw and uh, uh if you're wondering why I I did somewhat talk about it you know a possible reason why this could have happened in yesterday's episode I will uh I will mention that briefly in today's episode as well but I'm just saying and yeah make sure that you're listening to this one at speed you're comfortable at and let's get started All right I hope I am audible I switched microphones and uh this is a better one so hopefully you hear me even better not just hear me but you hear me even better uh but anyway uh if you hear a a windy sound if a windy noise it's because the fan is on very fast it's damn hot today in mumbai uh i don't know why it's supposed to be nice and pleasant and rainy and monsoony but it's not which just sucks uh but anyway nifty's at 9902 So just barely above ninety nine hundred, well below ten thousand, and well below ten thousand one hundred. Talking about the buyers and the sellers, FIs, DIs. Thankfully, because this episode is so late, I uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that the the NSE data is updated. So we're looking at eight hundred and five crore selling from the FIs and eight seventy four crore selling from the DIs. AD ratio of point five five. So clearly a negative day, uh, a very negative day, not just negative. Broad market indices all are down. Small caps faring fairly well, not bad at all. Large caps were the one which really did not do too good. Uh, sectoral indices all all sectors are down. The worst performing sector was PSU Bank, and uh, metals also not really doing that well. Financial services not doing that well. Bank Nifty down by two point seven two percent. So all in all, not really a good day at all. in terms of the most active active equities not active equities manner and you know the thing is i try to speak fast because i don't want, i don't want to sound too slow and i just don't want to make these things too drab and boring but in that process i end up just goofing up sometimes so i i hope that you can excuse that uh because if you don't excuse that then i mean what 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 can i really do think about it <laughs> uh but anyway ideas at 9.4 down 13.36% no uh, no notable volume spurts visible i don't think there are any price spurts visible either 52 week highs and lows just one low and 37 highs in total most of them are usual suspects adani green alok industries oro pharma villa tire cadilla healthcare lt foods granules and ruchi soya ruchi soya is at 888.7 so close to that 900 mark and uh, rajesh expo so rajesh exports not rajesh expo rajesh exports is the 52 week low talking about the large deals and i'm assuming that there were at least a few of them we're seeing uh, agarwal industry corps uh, amritanjan health bail ivel housing finance pvr rbl bank and a few others so most of them are you know the usual suspects as we've as we've you know come to know them at this point nothing really out of the ordinary here 
USD INR 75.79 is the exchange rate still well within that range. It hasn't broken out just yet. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's again, very stable, it seems. I'm trying to find the intraday chart just to see what, what happened. So it opened at a gap up. Oh, so it broke out of the, you know, narrower range. And now it's, you know, bound by the broader range. The broader range is... Uh, Broader range is 75.98. So anything below 76 and anything above 75.09 is the broader range. Right now it's at the edge of the bro uh, of the broader range. So a breakout, if it's you know nearing 75.8 or so, is where you know I would I would really start considering 76 as a possible and as a likely level. But till that time, we're probably just going to have to wait for it to stabilize. WTI and Brent crude massive massive price falls i think this is because of the increase in supply that a lot a lot of uh, reports are you know being published about so wti crude is at 37.36.76 dollars per barrel down 7.17% brent is at 39.19 dollars per barrel down 6.09% quite a lot and uh, i think it was goldman sachs's uh, analyst or someone who said that he's expecting Brent, I think, yeah, he's expecting Brent uh, or WTI, one of the two, uh, to be around $40 per barrel by the end of the year. I was also finding out some, based on some news reports, uh, which I don't know how trustworthy they are, so I did not share them on my social platforms, but apparently India has been buying a lot of WTI rather than, crude, uh, rather than Brent crude. So WTI is slightly cheaper, so I'm assuming that's a good thing, but then I could not really verify it via any... Uh, you know, very credible sources, hence I did not mention it. Uh, talking about some news-based items here, uh, there was, of course, the AGR dues case, uh, which, is, uh, which is basically why IDEA fell by this much. Basically, not a lot of relief being given. PSU banks, I think there's some positive news or a negative news, I'm not quite sure, but there's something related to PSU banks uh, in the AGR dues thing. So you should probably check that out if you're holding any PSU banks. Uh, Nirav Modi's custody extended by UK court until July 9. Of course, that affects uh, bankings. So let's see, uh, you know, if there's going to be any impact on banking stocks or if, you know, today was including that impact. Um, so let's see what happens. Apart from that, I can't quite see any, uh, any you know, newsworthy events. Talking about the global markets, we can see all of them are down right now. Whether you talk about Euro markets, whether you talk about Asian markets, except for NASDAQ, which hasn't opened yet everything is down and not just down down it's down by three percent it's down by you know two percent three point four percent so very decisively down so that's not a good sign uh, so yeah that's that let's move to the indices now all right nifty intraday chart we can see that it opened below the moving average and from there it pretty much never really breached the moving average and uh, very bearish support taken at a few levels s1 s2 no support taken at S3, uh, broader time frame support levels in general where consolidations and reversals had happened did not really uh, impact Nifty a lot on the 15 minute time frame. Shifting to the daily time frame, uh, if it'll just load right now, it's so my, my charts are always just infested with Fib retracement and price levels. So it's very hard to really, uh, you know, find and pinpoint uh, a certain price level but i have done that right now and it's like it is just nearing the 13 moving average and gap filling 
today thankfully because of a gap support at 9881 i think this is one level which we have spoken about because of that gap there's a dog barking in the background if you if you can hear it quite annoying but i've i've become used to it at this point uh, but anyway 9885 was the low for the day 9881 is the gap support i think so that is possibly why it sort of stalled at that level if we do see a gap filling then we should probably expect levels of you know around 9820 or so if not lower so i'm assuming that the low for uh, that period could be as much as 9720 to 9750 or so and uh, you know a close above 9820 will still indicate that you know the market is still fairly uh, fairly bullish or just not bearish i wouldn't call it bullish at this point i just say not bearish in terms of where uh, where the price in general is headed we can see that it has made higher uh, lower highs and lower lows which is not a good sign as for the dow theory it shows that there is it, it is a downtrend basically and because it's been three candles we can say that it is you know it is kind of in a downtrend at this point of course supports are nearing so worst case scenario as i said 9720 or so if that is breached then i'm afraid that we we really don't have a lot of very good strong support levels up until around 9570 or so so let's see what happens i i don't quite think that we you know we'll see like 7500 levels with the same ferociousness as we saw during the covid crisis during the you know the the paranoia of the covid crisis but i think that these price levels are slowly beginning to be more and more justified because as i said day before yesterday the inherent issues with these companies will still remain because of the covid crisis whatever fixed overheads they have they they're still paying that with you know lower demands when the when the economy contracts they will of course suffer from it so i think that pre covid levels even if they were talking about like 10 11k levels are not really as justified in my opinion but then again that's just my opinion and uh, what i'd mentioned uh, in at the start of the episode that you know i i think that the hint for this negative big negative move was given to us yesterday the basis for that was that as i said yesterday you know 50% of the candle is a bull uh, belonging to a bull 50% is belonging to a bear if we look at yesterday's candle we can see that it was in the lower 50% half of day before yesterday's candle it traded within that range and it took support and resistance quite a lot between those you know channels of sorts so what it possibly meant is that yesterday the bulls were really trying to take the market up and you know show that hey we are not willing to go in a downtrend but the bears were just like hey no nothing doing we are not going to be you know at 10 350 plus anytime soon so that's why they just did not allow the bulls uh, to succeed and the bears were more powerful yesterday so possibly yesterday you know any good bear would have just exited and squared off their position uh, any good bull my bad any good bull would have just squared off his or her position thinking that looks like the bears are very strong and you know i might just end up losing even more so they might have squared off their position and when that short covering happened bears would have possibly sold even further which is why we saw a further dip and you know we saw that range bound movement happening and you know it it works two purposes where the bulls can square off their positions with a minimal loss to no loss and the bears can you know short at higher levels slightly so i think that might have happened and that is why the larger players would have benefited today because they would might not have seen that much of uh, you know a negative impact from the market crash so again that's just my uh, i wouldn't even call it an analysis that's just my theory at this point 
not a conspiracy theory but a theory nonetheless uh because it just seems that way i don't know why the price movements just reminded me of something like that another bad news as far as technicals are concerned rsi has dipped below 60 which is not a good sign it shows slowing down of momentum not really a good thing when we talk about an already slowing down uh, market when we talk about bank nifty intraday chart looks slightly better than nifty's because you know it was briefly trading above the moving average it took moving average support it it almost retested yesterday's high but then it just it just fell flat so today possibly nifty would have been slightly harder to trade than bank nifty because bank nifty you could have just caught on a reversal uh trend a uh, reversal trade and then you could have you know made a fair amount of return within an hour or so nifty not the case nifty would have had to had that bearish view at the start of the day which was not really the best uh you know not really the best rr kind of situations i feel because your stops would have been slightly higher uh in my opinion so that's what we are seeing as far as the indices are concerned of course today was quite an eventful expiry unlike the previous expiries which have been mildly flat uh but then again this was apparently expected by a lot of people yesterday last night on twitter a lot of people were saying that hey be careful tomorrow is going to be a big day for uh in terms of a weekly expiry it did end up happening so that and yeah that's my view uh if you're going to ask me whether i'm bullish or bearish on markets right now i'm not really bullish i wouldn't call myself bearish either because i feel that the trend has just not yet been established we're still uh, very close to a few support levels as a result you know the rr for a bearish trade is not as favorable but yes i'm not i'm not quite bullish at all at this point so yeah let's move to my trades all right my trades for the day only equity reliance and hdfc bank also today so the trade basis was for the day i was uh, i was mixed i was not long i was not short i was a bit in the middle uh, both uh but but the thing is that i was i was long at the time where i should have been short i was short at time where i should have been long uh so as a result today was a negative day for me oddly negative i think partially because my stops were slightly higher partially because i was i my my position size was as as it normally is i did not really account for the fact that the stops today were slightly wider so as a result you know the losses were slightly wider which is not really a good sign but it's something that you know we just had to live with what can we do and uh you know what i'll just talk about it in the lesson for the day for now let's just talk about my trades looking at reliance's 15 minute chart we can see that it opened at a gap down just under uh, under the pivot point higher levels rejected below the moving average below the vwap and from there it was a pretty consistent downtrend had you shorted it at the first 15 minute candle at 1558 you were still st- uh, stood to gain a fair amount of return around 27 points if you count from uh, if you count to the low which is a good uh, which is a very good roi i feel on reliance rsi 40 support very evident in the second half of the day so that's that and uh, talking about the daily chart where reliance is placed on the daily time frame i think it's important to understand because tomorrow if you're trading reliance this will help you understand a few important levels 1519 is going to be a very important support level for reliance so is 1525 and uh, you know of course today's low is obviously going to be a level now the moving average right now is at 1520 so that's another level on the upside if nifty if uh, reliance does go up i almost said nifty there because i'm so used to doing these analyses for nifty and nifty you know bank nifty 
uh, that just does not strike me. But I'm the reason why I'm doing this is because I trade this. I think that it's it's just extra information, which because I think the the episode is slightly shorter right now, I can manage to fit in. Anyway, on the upside, one five four six is one of the first resistances that Reliance will face. After that, we're looking at uh, if I can just find it, one five six two. After that, we're looking at around one five seven two or so. I have shared a picture of these levels on my social media platforms. You can just look at them because you know it's easier easier that way. The picture will have levels for Reliance, LT, and HDFC Bank. So do check them out. Uh, now. Those were mainly my trades. You know, the trade basis was very similar. Support level, resistance level. Uh, yeah. And uh, because I had made losses during the day, I thought I'd recover them via an HDFC bank trade, which is fairly lower risk. I was making an okayish return, you know, probably like 1%, 5% or something like that within that range. You know, in absolute amount terms, it was really low. In uh, relative percentage terms, it was okay. Uh, but that trade also ended up failing, so I had to exit that at a loss as well. And again, the reason why both of these trades failed, you know, obviously Reliance, I had a few trades, not just one. But the reason why both, all my trades failed, not both, is because I, I was just trying to use my brains a lot. And sometimes, and this is something that I've observed way too many times, that sometimes when you try to think too much, when you try to use your brains too much, and, you know, when you think you know a lot, and you you might actually do, uh, because I do know, you know, a fair bit. I wouldn't call it a lot, but I do know. I do know a fair bit at this point. But when you try to use all of that knowledge, just just getting into that analysis paralysis mode, you end up goofing up, which is exactly what happened today. Had I just gone by my system and shorted below moving average, which is again a very common system. It's it's very widely used. Had I just done that, I would have gained a really really nice return today. But I did not. I was looking out for support levels. Once again, I was getting into the, into the reversal trader mode instead of the trending trader mode, which really ended up biting me in the back. Again, this is the very same mistake that I'd done during my FNO uh, loss thing that happened. So I think that it's just something that I'm going to have to fix over time. Uh, and yeah, I think that that's, that's about it for this episode. Again, if you have any recurring mistakes that you're making if you're using your brain too much if you're just getting into the analysis paralysis mode it's fine it's very natural but at the same time it's not that's not an excuse to continue doing that so make sure that you work on that asap and it will help you become a better trader understand that you know a huge chunk of all of these things a huge chunk of trading in general is just risk management position sizing and the psychology part because regardless of which indicator you use regardless of which setup you have it will have a very definite, uh, you know, probability of success and probability of failure. As long as your risk and reward uh, are right, as long as your risk management is all right, any setup will work for you. So yeah, that's it for this episode. And I hope you found this helpful and informative. And uh, today, tomorrow is a Friday. So you know what that means. You know that possibly, likely, most likely, you might not see an episode from me because I'm very lazy like that. Anyway, though, I hope you found this helpful and informative. I hope you have a very, very profitable close to the week. And I hope you have a good, happy, learning, successful, informative, insightful trading day tomorrow. That's it for this one. See you in the next.